Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Get in the know, non-stop Viking stock. It's Purple Daily on Score North and scorenorth.com. And, um, you know, I'll leave my discussion with him with him, but it was a very, very positive discussion. Came away feeling great. Bye now, then, between you and Zimmer? Absolutely. So he, he said that, that you don't believe in protocols a couple of days ago. Can you elaborate on, on that? Like, are you following them and you don't believe in them, or what's your belief there? I very much believe in the protocols. Yeah. All right. That was yesterday. Today's today. Welcome in. It is a four question Friday here on Purple Daily. You see Judd. That's me. Hello. You see Declan, executive producing, of course, like he does all shows. You don't see Phil Mackey. That's because Phil Mackey is traveling today, but we'll be back on the show on Monday. And Declan, before we before we kick off <laughs> the proceedings Hello. here on four question. Friday. I hope you got that. Mm-hmm. Uh, just want want to thank, first of all, the folks at TCL who uh, present this show, and also the presenting sponsor. We have exciting news. If you've not heard yet, the exciting news is the presenting sponsor of Purple Daily, starting on Monday. Our friends at Surly, our friends, my friends your at friends. Surly on Monday. Well, they're your friends too. Believe yeah. me. They uh, they will be the the presenting sponsor of the entire Purple Daily franchise starting on Monday. We look forward to that. Plenty more to come on that one. I have four questions for you, Declan, but yep. I think you have a point for me before I get to my four. Yeah, questions. yeah. Before we kick off a four question Friday, it's very important to know that you know if uh, maybe you're doing a little social distancing or you're a close contact and you need to just rest up and then. You know, once you start feeling better and you get negative tests, you should uh, you should hit the golf course. Hit out the golf course, a little social. That's the best social distancing sport there is, Judd. Mm-hmm. And our friends at PXG will help you out because they have the best swag. They have the best clubs. It's in the Southdale Center in, in Minneapolis. Go check it out. We were talking about putters earlier this week, Judd. And, uh, and now you can go get out there and find those Gen 4 golf clubs. Get out, rip them, and, uh, and, and start your weekend off right with our friends at PXG. Go check them out, PXG Minneapolis in Southdale Center. Most definitely. All right, let's get to it. All right. You and I tackling <laughs> Sans Phil Mackey, tackling four-question Friday. Three questions, very specific in this case, to the Vikings, and then, of course, the fourth one, which is the wild-card question of the week. All right, start you off with this one. You go first. All right. Eliminating, eliminating Kirk Cousins in the quarterback position from this conversation. Who is the one player the Vikings can least afford to lose this season? So, so you can't uh, pick the quarterback. Yeah. 
No problem. Uh, to me, it would be Justin Jefferson. Uh, to me, it's Justin Jefferson. I know the ob- I think I know the other obvious answer here. If it's not JJ, but uh, I think if you lose Justin Jefferson and then you only are really down to Thielen, and even with KJ Osborne having a nice little showing here in training camp, and and he's he's been dynamite. And I still like this offense a little bit still with D.D. Westbrook and Herb Smith and obviously things run through Dalvin Cook. I think if you lost Justin Jefferson, it's going to create some big problems for you in your offense and your explosiveness. And I'm certainly hoping that uh, Justin Jefferson remains healthy because the team needs him to be healthy for uh, the remainder of the season for him, for that offense to click. I'm going to say Daniil Hunter. Okay, I'm going to say because we, we saw... Last year, what happens when he can't play? Because obviously with his, well, at first it was a tweak, and then it turned out to be a major neck problem that required surgery. Daniil Hunter did not play. So I'm going to go with him because the Vikings really haven't sufficiently filled in the right-end position there. The plan is for Daniil to play both ends at different times. And while, yes, the loss of a guy like Jefferson would absolutely be crucial, I guess my question becomes this. If Daniil Hunter goes out again, who's going to rush the quarterback? Who's going to be the, the guy to, to rush the quarterback? And I don't know that we have an answer to that. So far in practice, Hunter's looked great. He's looked back to being himself. Now, obviously, the contact is low. So I, I guess as we get into preseason games and him playing, the Vikings are going to have to hold their breath a bit. Uh, but I'm going to say Daniil Hunter and what he brings from a pass rushing standpoint would be extremely hard to replace again. And we saw last year when Daniil doesn't play, we saw that pass rush. Yep. Yeah, I mean, that, that's probably the mo- most obvious one, too, because, I mean, last year you saw just first and foremost how just awful that defensive line was and how really, really badly he was missed. And you had rookies and you had inexperienced guys basically playing on the defensive line. So, yeah, Daniil Hunter, it, it, I, I can absolutely hear that one. Uh, but I, I'm going to just lean Jefferson just because of his dynamic playmaking, and uh, it, it, he's going to be crucial to this offense going over the top. All right, second question for you. The Vikings were 3-5 and five at home mm-hmm. last year. Awful at, at home. With fans back in, in U.S. Bank Stadium, and it's a 17-game schedule, but keep in mind, eight of those games uh, uh, still are going to be in downtown Minneapolis. What will their record be at home? Just to give you who they play at Seattle, Cleveland, Detroit, Dallas, Green Bay, Pittsburgh, the Rams, and the Bears. So for me, I'm going six and two at home this year, Judd. Six and two. The Vikings have to win at least six of those eight games. Now this is a tough home schedule. Um, uh, outside of your NFC North opponents, you get Seattle, you get Cleveland, you get Dallas, you get the Rams, you get Pittsburgh. Um, I mean, that's a gauntlet of a, of a home schedule. These are not a lot of gimme games by any means. But if fans are back at full strength, um, the skull chant rock, and I know a lot of people still mock it, but at the same time. Um, I think they have to go six and two and the two games, I guess that I'm looking at, they probably have the least chance uh, of winning are probably Seattle and the Rams. I think those are the two teams that I'd be most worried about that Rams game uh, that, which I've been talking about for the last few months. I believe that's a Christmas Eve game or or, or December 23rd. One of the two Um, that's going to be a fun, fun football game. Uh, But in general, I I think, um, I, I, I think in general, I think they should be able to go 6-2 and two at home. I'm going to go the exact reverse of last year. I'm going to go 5-3. and three. Okay. So I think they're going to lose three games. Um, I could see them losing Seattle. I could see them losing a game like Pittsburgh and perhaps Green Bay. 5-3, uh, and three, I, I think, is fair. And if you think about this, Dex, too, 
the fact that you are going to have fans back, which is going to throw a lot of opposing quarterbacks off, it's going to be a huge help. As bad as the Vikings were defensively in 2020, there is no question that they were adversely affected in a big way by the fact that stadium was completely silent. So I'm going five, five and three. Six and two is fair, but I do think it's going to be um, I think it's going to be a huge seismic shift to have that building loud and not, you know, and, and not piped in crowd noise that makes no difference and helps your team absolutely zero. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I mean, U.S. Bank Stadium, in, in my opinion, is one of the best home field advantages in the entire NFL. Um, just be, I've never been there as a fan, but even as a member of the media, I mean, it, it is, it's a rockin' place. They absolutely need it uh, to, to be super, super loud, and I'm, I'm hoping, obviously, the Vikings uh, can win more home games this year. They, they can't afford not to go 6-2 and two this season, so um, I'm, I think they should be able to win six home games. With Steve Hutchinson mm-hmm. going into the Pro Football Hall of Fame, Congratulations, Steve. They're, they're going to do it actually two years worth of induction since we didn't have a ceremony uh, this weekend. Who are your top five free agents the Vikings have signed? And now my parameters are this deck. Mm-hmm. Guys who came from other teams. So it can't be it can't be Johnny Randall, Thielen. Those guys were undrafted free agents. Right. I'm talking about I'm talking about true free agent attempts of splash moves. Who are your top five? Well, before I give you my top five, let me tell you about a great event that's coming up, Judd, and that's Moon Motorsports in Monticello. And I know there's a bunch of maybe uh, maybe free agents up there that could maybe get into some uh, some Moon Motorsports. It's celebrating 50 years at family-owned and operated multi-lean dealer in Monticello. At Moon Motorsports, you'll be find side-by-side ATVs, motorcycles, and snowmobiles. It's the most exciting power sport selection in the region. We have Honda, Polaris, Yamaha. I know Judd's more of a ski-doo guy. Uh, I, I know there's a bunch of uh, different uh, toys I'll that Judd could you. absolutely get on. So uh, go check out Moon Motorsports in Minnesota and visit at moonmotorsports.com today. All right, Judd, here, here's my five list. And actually, I only have one offensive player on here. So wow. my, my, my only offensive player, and it probably shouldn't come as a surprise, is Chris Carter. Uh, I think Chris Carter is the obvious one there. Uh, he, he One of the best wide receivers of all time, and obviously right up there with Randy Moss is the second best wide receiver in franchise history. May uh-huh. make a case by uh, a little bit more longevity that you could say he's the best Vikings wide receiver in team history. But he's my only offensive guy. My other players that, uh, that, that cracked my list, Antoine Winfield. I think Antoine Winfield coming here as a cornerback was a very sneaky signing. I think people kind of sleep on Antoine Winfield and not, and kind of forget about the big impact he made uh, on that Vikings defense. So Antoine Winfield definitely deserves to be on this list. He ended up spending a good amount of time here as well. So uh, Antoine Winfield is for sure cemented uh, right on there. Sure. Another defensive player for me, Pat Williams. I mean, big Pat. Pat coming from the Buffalo Bills after six years. What He was, I believe, 30, 30 years old or, or close to it when he signed here uh, in, in Minnesota. I believe, you know, he had a good run there in Buffalo and they gave him a lot of money. And, you know, it, it can be a little bit of a um, gamble when you're giving big money to a guy like a defensive tackle. But if they can do their job the right way and the way that Pat Williams did and him and Kevin Williams complement each other in the Williams wall, uh, Pat Williams absolutely cracks my list as well. Another yep. one for me is Ryan Longwell. Now, Longwell, I know you're probably thinking a kicker. Like, are you serious? It's a kicker? But, I mean, look at it. 
the, the stability that Ryan Longwell brought to the Vikings, it, it's not even close. The second-best kicker, who is it in Vikings history? It, it, it's kind of tough to see, and especially in the last 20 years, with the amount of kickers that they have run through, Longwell mm-hmm. brought an insane stability. You knew that he, he was going to be able to make a big kick for you. You go back to that 2009 NFC Championship game, and obviously know that this is not Detroit. This is the Super Bowl, as a famous KFXN radio personality likes to say. Uh, but I, Ryan Longwell is my fourth one. And then my fifth one took me a little bit, but you know what? And, it, and it's similar to Pat, but I, I think he was dynamite when he was here, and it's Linval Joseph. And it's more the recent one, and it's another big fat guy, but what he was able to bring to that defense, and Mike Zimmer's defense was was a big signing. The Giants let him walk, which always surprised me. I was surprised they just let him walk. And Linval came in here and was one of the best nose tackles in football. So I'm, I'm going to go with Linval Joseph. I'm going to go with Linval, and uh, so that rounds out my list. I have Winfield, I have Carter, I have Pat Williams, I have Ryan Longwell, and I have Linval Joseph. All right. There you go. So That mic sounds better now. How's that? Yeah, m- much better. No, no, no. Like, the way you had it, it was perfect. Don't even touch it. Yeah, right no, 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 no. Yep. I'm fooling around with it. Yeah. I'm fooling around now with it. Now it's good. Now it's great. Okay, good. Good, good, good. All right. So I have I have two names the same as you. Okay. And I'll start with this one. Okay. I'm with you. Big Pat. Pat Williams was, it was the most incredible thing because he was a huge man, old school body, nose tackle, right? Michael Pierce is like this. Ted Washington, Grady Jackson, Gilbert Brown, Jerry Ball. But here's the thing that Pat had. He had incredible feet. I don't know how, but I mean, the man was a... He he was an old school nose tackle up top and a damn ballerina (laughs) as far as feet go. Like he really did. Like he could show, he could move. He could rush the quarterback (laughs) a bit for a huge man. So, so yeah, he, he came from the bills like Antoine did. And I think we thought, okay, you know, big nose tackle. Cool. Right. But you're right. He combined with Kevin and they were so damn good. So I'll start with big Pat. Um, Antoine, you're right again there. Uh, in fact, the story with him was it was oh boy, they sent him around 2003. Was that early? I thought it was like maybe like 05, 06, even. I thought it was like right when Brad got here. No, because I covered him. Uh, oh. he, he had been here, I think it was 03. Okay, but so he'd been with the Bills, he was about to size, he was out in New York visiting with the Jets, and he was about to sign. And Tice had a buddy, I want to say on the East Coast from his connections, who had a private plane, and they were they were friends from horse racing. Sure. And somehow Ticey got him, got Antoine, instead of signing, on the plane to come here. And the Vikings signed him. Hmm. And that guy was so reliable and so good. And for a little man, damn, could he hit. Right. He could hit. And, and when he played the slot, Dex, I'm not saying that the slot the slot guy in the nickel package wasn't important, but it wasn't nearly as important. I mean, it wasn't focused upon. I think it was seen as sort of a position of, well, you're declining, so you're going to get moved inside, right? Or you're not as good as the outside corners. But Antoine helped define that role as an absolutely imperative role, and he was great there. So he's my second one. My third one, Steve Hutchinson, who came in the same class, as Ryan Longwell. And that class was, if I'm 
right on this. It was Hutch, Longwell, Ben Lieber, and maybe Chester Taylor. And that was the first class that came here after Childress was hired as coach. And Steve Hutchinson. And again, remember, guard. And at that time, that, that's 2006. At that time, guards are important. But we didn't value guards like we do now. And guards weren't as well paid. And Steve Hutchinson got that poison pill contract, which was genius. So the Vikings, Hutch was a, a transition free agent, not a franchise one. Or I'm, I'm sorry, he, he had the transition tag. He was a free agent, but the Seahawks didn't want to lose him. And so they put the transition tag on him. The transition tag is not as restrictive, Declan, as the franchise tag. Sure. Mike Holmgren, who was the uh, Seahawks coach and, and football pooba at the time, went on vacation and basically, I think, told Hutch, hey, I'll take care of you when I get back or something. It was a weird story. The Vikings dream up a contract that that is a seven-year, $49 million, which is at the time astronomical for a guard contract, and they tell Hutch. Or they get him to include a poison pill. That says the contract becomes fully guaranteed, which, by the way, this is 2006. Like, right. that's still rare. Yeah. It becomes fully guaranteed if he plays, and I forget the number, the trigger figure, but if he plays X amount of games in the state of Washington. <laughs> now, the problem was the Seahawks had a left tackle at the time, outstanding, by the name of Walter Jones. Right. Who I believe had it in his contract that he had to be the highest paid offensive lineman on the Seahawks. And this is in salary cap times. Right. So the Seahawks are like, we can't match that. The NFL goes ape bleep. They're so upset because this is dangerous. The Vikings are like, sorry, this it's a, a uh, loophole that we used. Mm-hmm. And by the way, congratulations, used it well. Yep. And Steve Hutchinson <laughs> lands here. And his play and his presence on that offensive line altered so much. Like the stability that that guy brought. And I know that he was a guard. But he got here in 2006, the same year as Chester Taylor, Yep. Um, who, by the way, had a great year yeah. in 2006. Yep. Then they draft Peterson, and Hutch is a you know, huge blocking presence for Peterson. So that signing w- was, in many ways, not only genius by the Vikings and probably in particular their salary cap guy, Rob Brzezinski, but it was also ahead of its time positionally. Because it wasn't a tackle. Right. It was a guard. Oh, yeah. And and Childress was right there. And then my last two, I'm going quarterback, quarterback. Okay. I'm going Randall Cunningham. Very good. 98. So Brad Johnson gets hurt in the first game. And he, then he came back and got hurt again. And if you hadn't signed Randall, who I had been out of football, if I'm not mistaken, in 96. Selling I want to say he was back here. Yeah, he had he was back here, right? Yeah. And, and he had signed in 97. And then in 98, he stepped in for Brad and had the great year. But if you don't have him, like, you couldn't have just put a quarterback in. Moss was special, but somebody had to get him the ball. And the chemistry that Cunningham and Moss had was magical. So the free agent uh, signing of Cunningham obviously was enormous. So that's my next one. And my last one, of course, is Brett Favre. Because 2009, (sighs) simply put... Yeah, Brett Favre does not happen. Whoops. Well, I mean, no. I mean, we've got different lists, though, which, yeah. which is good because it, it's more names. But Brett Favre, if you, I saw the last Mankato practice in what would have been August of 2009. Our guy Sage 
God bless him. Backup QB extraordinaire. Nice career. Um, and Tavares, God rest his soul. But if you don't get Brett Favre out of retirement, which I do think that once Mankato was done, he fully planned on joining the Vikings. Nonetheless, um, you don't plug in Sage and be like, let's roll and play like they did. You just don't. So, yeah, I'm going Brett Favre, Randall Cunningham, Antoine Winfield, Steve Hutchinson, and Pat Williams as my five. Okay. Um, there are guys on the – there are guys who are in, in the top ten who we might not have gotten to, but those guys, to me, were huge. Absolutely. All right, question number four, the fun one, Declan Goff. You can make one of your body parts detachable without any negative repercussions. So nothing bad's going to ha- happen. This just becomes a detachable body part. <clears throat> Keep it clean. What body part would it be and why? Well, so so for me, I, I would love to have it. I'm gonna I'm gonna like kind of mold your question into my own question here. But I would love to have a robotic hand. I think it'd be awesome to have a robotic hand. Uh, so I would, and I would like to like, detach it, <laughs> I love it and bring it I back on it. when I want, or even like have like uh, like even a, like a, a um, Star Wars. I'm gonna go again, really nerdy. I know how much you love Star Wars, but I would love to just have a detachable hand. I think it'd be awesome. Like you could have a robotic one, you can have a, a normal person one. I think it'd be badass. I, I honestly would totally do a would robotic hand. I don't know, like if I, I would, I would just be able to like show it off, but also I don't know, I'd like to be able to like probably grip a baseball a little bit like differently, and probably do something crazy with the baseball and show off then. Uh, so I think, I think I'd go with hand. I really don't know any other body part you would want to detach. To be completely honest. Okay, I've got one off the hand, but but more for sleeping purposes. Your arm. Yep. I sleep on my side. And there are times oh, where I'm like, okay, where I'm like, damn, yeah. I wish my arm, like, I like my arm a lot. Don't get me wrong. I'm thankful for my arms, but my left arm is in the way right now. Yeah. So like at night, I would just like yes. just stick it on the shelf. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. And be like, and it, it, here's what's weird. It's not every night. Some nights it's fine. And some nights I'm like, my arm, where the hell am I supposed to put my arm? So I don't even want it to be like. Like you, I, I wouldn't have a magical hand to put on. I just want to wake up, put the arm back on, go on with my day. Yeah. No, actually, that's a good one because uh, even like, because there's nothing worse than sharing a bed with someone else. Honestly, if you, if anyone could sleep alone for the rest of their lives, it'd be great. But it'd be nice when, when that arm is somewhere else, you could just detach mm-hmm. it. It would make everyone else in the bed a lot happier. I'm just saying. The Meadows at Mystic Lake is hosting the 2021 Land Lakes Legends Classic August 6th and 7th. See some of the greatest names in the history of women's golf as they compete in the inaugural Land of Lakes Legends Classic presented by the Meadows at Mystic Lake. The Legends of the LPGA Tour is known for its fan-friendly environment with lots of opportunities for autographs, limited roping, and photo ops after the rounds. To learn more about the August 6th and 7th event, stop in or visit GolfTheMeadows.com. That's GolfTheMeadows.com. Owned and operated by the Shakopee Minwakanton Sioux community. You know what though, Dex? You get if if you are married as long as I have been, yep. you get so used to being on your side that it's weird <laughs> that it's weird. Like I never ever, if I'm sleeping alone or not, I never sleep in the middle of the bed now. Ever. Like I never do it. I'm always on my side. What, what about? And in fact, it feels weird. Right. What What about Stella? Where does Stella go? Oh, 
she goes to my feet, which I which I don't like because I like to extend my legs. Yes. And so I'm like, and I don't want to kick her. Right. So so she sleeps at the end, and she'll sort of go. She's not a great sleeper, so she'll move around a bit. Yeah. Which is good when it's not in my feet, but then it wakes me up at times. Yeah, she's not a. I've seen dogs that can sleep. Stella does not sleep like some dogs do. Some oh, dogs Stella. are. Some dogs close their eyes and they are dead to the world. That is not. My that dog. is not your dog. Well, you know what Stella should do, Judd. Judd uh, Stella what should. What you do? Instead of going to sleep, she should run up to Brainerd International Raceway because between August 18th and the 22nd, you can join the fastest show on earth. She'll drive to watch the cars with the world's best racers and fastest cars around. Stella thinks she's pretty quick and fast. No, no, no. There's nothing compared to the races at Brainerd International Raceway, and their cars are off to the limits at the NHRA Lucas Oil Nationals at Brainerd International Raceway. Every ticket comes with a pit pass, so fans can meet the racers, watch them for nearly 330 miles per hour. That's right, Stella and other fans. 330 miles per hour these cars are moving at Brainerd International Raceway. For more information, along with tickets and camping, go to BIRMN.com. That's BIRMN.com. And check out Brainerd International Raceway. It sounds like a fun time. Yeah. How's that, how's, how's that feel, Mackie? Huh? That wasn't a bad, that was that was a good, bad segue, right? I mean, I, I, you know, on the read. Wasn't, wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. No, I, no, I no, did have to get a lap. Phil, is, uh, as we're recording this right now, Phil is, I believe, 30,000 feet, probably above... I don't know, maybe Arkansas, wherever the hell he is, uh, coming back from Nashville. He's somewhere on the on the way back to Seattle. Mm-hmm. I had to get one of those reads in the middle of the show. I got it. I got oh, it just in the job? nick of time. Spot start, but I was able to do it, so I, oh, I, I you did stepped a hell in. Of a job. Thank you. You are not. You are not Jahab. Thank you. No, no, no. Like, like I think your spot start was quality. Thank you. You're not the shoe. No, Bailey over. Eh, that, that might be yeah, still so nice. Bailey, you know yeah. what? I mean, but I mean, yeah. <laughs> It was not a disaster. It was uh, good. Day hap, a disaster. All right, four question Friday is done. Don't forget on Monday we will start our uh, sponsorship, or they will right. start with us. The presenting sponsor of mm-hmm. Purple Daily starting Monday, Surly. I ad- advise you to try this this weekend. Havoc Machine West Coast IPA. I tried it. I was very happy. We will talk to you on Monday. We will have. Phil Mackey back in tow. And if you are a big fan of Purple Daily, don't forget we are doing shows seven days a week, including your comments, which I believe, Dex, correct me if I'm wrong, will come up on Saturday. Yep. And then you'll be doing a vet line as well. On right? Sunday. Yes, correct. On Sunday. Brian never seven stops. Days, never seven stops. Seven days a week. Purple yep. Daily presenting sponsor starting Monday. Surly. Talk to you.